but they were raiders now, laying waste defenseless worlds, picking up the wealth of shattered cities in which no native life remained. And their hidden temporary bases were looped about the galaxy, their need for worlds with an atmosphere similar to Terra's as necessary as that of man. For in spite of their grotesque insectile bodies, their wholly alien minds, the Throgs were warm-blooded, oxygen-breathing creatures. After the first few clashes, the early Terran explorers had endeavored to promote a truce between the species, only to discover that between Throg and man there appeared to be no meeting ground at all. Total differences of mental processes producing insurmountable misunderstanding. There was simply no point of communication. So the Terrans had suffered one smarting defeat after another until they perfected the grid. And now their colonies were safe, at least when time worked in their favor. It had not on Warlock. A last vivid lash of red cracked over the huddle of domes in the valley. Shan blinked, half-blinded by that glare. His jaws ached as he unclenched his teeth. That was the finish. Breathing raggedly, he raised his head, beginning to realize that he was the only one of his kind left alive on a none-too-hospitable world, controlled by enemies, without shelter or supplies. He edged back into the narrow cleft which was the entrance to the ledge. As a representative of his species, he was not impressive, and now with those shudders he could not master shaking his thin body, he looked even smaller and more vulnerable. Shan drew his knees up close under his chin. The hood of his woodsman's jacket was pushed back in spite of the chill of the morning, and he wiped the back of his hand across his lips and chin in an oddly childish gesture. None of the men below who had been alive only minutes earlier had been close friends of his. Shan had never known anyone but acquaintances in his short, roving life. Most people had ignored him completely, except to give orders, and one or two had been actively malicious, like Garth Thorvald. Shan grimaced at a certain recent memory, and then that grimace faded into wonder. If young Thorvald hadn't purposely tried to get Shan into trouble by opening the Wolverine's cage, Shan wouldn't be here now, alive and safe for a time. He'd have been down there with the others. The Wolverines. For the first time since Shan had heard the crackle of the Throg attack, he remembered the reason he had been heading into the hills. Of all the men on the survey team, Shan Lanty had been the least important. The dirty, tedious cleanup jobs, the dull routines which required no technical training but which had to be performed to keep the camp functioning comfortably, those had been his portion. And he had accepted that status willingly just to have a chance to be included among the survey personnel. Not that he had the slightest hope of climbing up to even an SE-3 rating in the service. Part of those menial activities had been to clean the animal cages, and there Shan Lanty had found something new, something so absorbing that most of the tiring dull labor had ceased to exist, except as tasks to finish before he could return to the fascination of the animal runs. Survey teams had early discovered the advantage of using mutated and highly trained Terran animals as assistants in the exploration of strange worlds. 
from the biological laboratories and breeding farms on Terra, came a trickle of specialized aides-de-camp to accompany man into space. Some were fighters, silent, more deadly than weapons a man wore at his belt or carried in his hands. Some were keener eyes, keener noses, keener scouts than the humankind could produce. Bred for intelligence, for size, for adaptability to alien conditions, the animal explorers from Terra were prized. Wolverines, the ancient devils of the Northlands on Terra, were being tried for the first time on Warlock. Their caution, a quality highly developed in their breed, made them testers for new territory. Able to tackle in battle an animal three times their size, they should be added protection for the man they accompanied into the wilderness, and their wide-ranging, their ability to climb and swim, and above all, their curiosity.